0: Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the lead generation lab podcast, the science of real estate agent marketing. Once again, we're going to hit you upside the head and this time it's going to be about the tools to succeed in online marketing. Let's go. Welcome everyone again to the Lead Generation Lab Podcast: The Science of Real Estate Agent Marketing. My name is Anthony Bermudez, your host for today's episode. And today we're going to be going over the tools to succeed in online marketing. And I have here Derek Carlson helping me out with these steps and informing all of us about what other steps that are needed to succeed in online marketing. Thank you, Derek.
1: Hey, great to be back. I love doing these podcasts. Um, as you know, I've got a passion uh for, for helping real estate agents break through. And I believe that one of the ways that they can break through is through online marketing. Um in today's episode, what I want to do is talk about the tools that you need. We're gonna talk about the how to generate leads, but you need the tools. So you have to have to write tools. Let's face it, you can't write a manuscript without having a pencil and a piece of paper, right? In the world of lead generation, you need to make sure that you have the right tools and, and and the concern that I have is that agents are so desperate to generate leads that and because they're so uneducated sometimes in what tools to get, I've seen agents getting themselves taken advantage of. I'll give you an example example. One of our top agents came aboard from another company and she we started she was new to to, to internet marketing, online marketing, and she said, uh, Hey, I got a new website. And this is before she talked to me about anything. And I said, Really? She says, I paid $5,000 for it. Wow. I had it custom designed. I said, How long have you had it? She says, About six months now. I said, That's fantastic. How many leads did you generate off that Rolls Royce of websites? (laughs) And uh, she says to me, What do you mean, leads? I said, Whoa, 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 whoa. You paid $5,000 for basically a website. And you've generated no leads? She says, no, but it looks pretty. In my world, where our agents generate leads from five, let's say even $10 a lead, that $5,000 better give me 500 leads in return. And what, I, what, what this podcast is about, is about today is, listen, I don't care how pretty it looks. If it's not generating leads, you just wasted your money. And I use this example. Imagine a Ferrari, okay? What does a Ferrari go for, Anthony? Do you have any? A I want to say 250. New, quarter two, of a mil, maybe? Two, yeah, 250,000. The base? Yeah, base, base price, right? Because <laughs> we can't add upgrades just yet. Yeah. But 250,000 for a Ferrari. Now, it's a beautiful car. Let me ask you this. If you, put, if you don't put gas in that car,
0: can you drive it? Wow. That's the essence of driving, isn't it? Having some gas
1: in the car. Exactly. So her website, as pretty as it was, for $5,000, she forgot one of the most important components of running it. You need visitors. Yeah. You need traffic. She needs to put gasoline in that website, pour gasoline on that website to generate leads. So in reality, this is an example of where she put the car before the horse, right, in my opinion, and number one, she put all the money towards the car, didn't have enough money left over to drive traffic to it. Yeah. So in today's podcast, what I want to talk about is two things. There's two different mindsets that you need when it comes to online marketing, two different sets of tools. The first one is you need an agent website. That is like baseline standard in, in 2018. You need an agent website, and I'm going to talk about that. An agent website is your mothership. Okay? It's where it's where you can really, really showcase who you are um, and so forth and so on. We'll talk about that independently. And the second thing you need is what they call a lead capture page system. They call it also, if you don't like the word lead capture page, landing page or squeeze page. They all mean the same exact thing. Okay, So let's talk about what website you need.
0: Right after a a shout-out from our sponsors. This portion of the Lead Generation Podcast is brought to you by Omega Title.
1: All righty, we are back. So before we uh, had a a shout-out from our sponsors, um, we were talking about what agent website you need. Now, here's the thing. Write this down. Number one, you need an IDX solution. IDX solution for that website. Now, what is an IDX solution? It's basically... It allows the consumer to search for properties on your website, okay? Now, there's two different types. You got IDX, you got RETS. They call it the RETS feed. But for this, for, let's you need the IDX solution, okay, that allows consumers to go to your website to search for property. That's the number one thing that they're actually looking for when they go to your mothership is to look for property, okay? So you need an IDX solution. You need to make sure that you have a responsive website. What's a responsive website? Well, you as the owner of your website, um, you don't know what platform your consumers watch at your storefront. And by the way, time out for a second. As I mentioned earlier, can anybody tell me where the local Amazon.com is located in your hometown? doesn't exist, right, Anthony? No, it's no way. Okay. But it's in Whole Foods. No, it's not. You can't buy a 70-inch TV from Whole Foods, <laughs> okay? So I don't want to hear that crap. So the reality of it is it doesn't exist. Your, so, so it's online. Amazon.com is online, just like your website. Your website is your storefront. The days of walking traffic or brick and mortar real estate is over. The consumer wants to search for real estate at your storefront. Okay? So what we need to do is make sure that they can search for real estate, number one. So that's why the IDX. Number two, responsive website. What is that? Well, you don't know what the consumer, what platform they're using. They could be on an iPad. They can be on a desktop, they can be on a laptop, they can be on a mobile device. You need to make sure that whatever website that you get, you need to make sure that it's a responsive website so when the consumer is searching on whatever platform they're on, it modifies instantly so they can can use it on that platform. So they don't have to zoom in and zoom out and scroll to the left and scroll to the right. That it fits nice and neat on that mobile device.
0: I will see what you're saying.
1: The third thing that they need, okay, is you got to make sure that you can customize that, that website and add content. Because the more content that you add, especially if it's on topics that are related to the real estate industry that can make you look like the authority of that industry... The, the more likely that they're going to feel that it's safe to do business with you. Some of the content that you could add would be write blogs, to add testimonials, maybe to add a page or some information about a neighborhood, maybe some floor plans for that neighborhood. You've got to be able to, to add content. The problem that I see with websites out there today is that they're templates where you're really boxed into a corner to have a website experience for your clients developed by somebody that's never sold real estate before. They might be a genius when it comes to websites, but it's a template. It's the biggest problem that I see when it comes to like big box real estate companies that give their agents for free their company template, where all you can basically change is like your profile picture. All in all, your website looks like the person next to you yeah, in the company.
0: And, and I was going was, I was to ask you about. Do you think that the websites, the real estate agencies provide, are, are good enough or, no. or is it better to go off on your own? And, it's be, okay, It's
1: better to go off on your own for two reasons. I'm glad you asked that question. Number one, the golden handcuffs. What are the golden handcuffs, you ask? Go ahead. Ask me.
0: Yeah, what are the golden <laughs> handcuffs, Derek?
1: <laughs> the golden handcuffs is when big box brokerage firms give you tools, you start using them. So for example, a website, they're like, Hey, listen, here's your website. It's Derek Carlson dot or BigBoxBrokerageFirm.com," And then you go put that on your business card. You put it on all your brochures. You use it for three years and then something happens. Maybe you got sick and tired of giving that broker all your commission and you want to go to a hundred percent company. Got it. Yeah. But now because you've spent three years marketing that website, which has their domain name in it, and it's on all your business cards, it's going to be a tough decision, even though it might be the right decision for you and your family. So I call it the golden handcuffs. They give you these tools for free, knowing that it's going to be a pain in the ass if you ever want to leave their company.
0: Hard to get that divorce. Hard to
1: get that, much harder. Because now it's like, that's all I've been giving out for three years. I'm basically starting from scratch. That's a horrible feeling. So in my opinion... I wouldn't use those sites. I'd get your own. One with your own domain name, Derek Carlson.com, the Carlson Realty Group.com. DerekSellsNaples.com or DerekSells Tampa.com. Something that's yours, that's portable. Right? Remember in the old days they wouldn't allow you to port your phone number? Same yeah, concept. Right. You were you were like, damn, I gotta get a whole new phone number. No. Don't do that to yourself. Don't allow any brokerage firm Throw those golden handcuffs on you. So, so right off the bat, you, you add, ask the question, should you go out and get your own platform? Yes. And there's a lot of companies out there that are affordable now. Give an example. Website box. $99 one-time fee. That's it. No hosting fee. Wow. You can do everything. Everything I just told you about being responsive, the IDX, mobile-friendly, customizing, uh, customizing it. it is all there. $99, so this, is, this isn't this is a $5,000 website. I would rather have you get a website box website for $99 and take the other $4,901 and put it towards that gas yeah. and then drive traffic through Google, AdWords, Facebook ads. Another website out there, Playster. And let me give you some more. Superlative. Okay, These are all websites that are $20, $30 bucks a month tops. Right? You don't need to go... And they look good. They look great. But I think agents get caught up with expensive means better. Not necessarily. Not necessarily. Okay. Sometimes you can get caught up in it and I can see why agents feel that way. They're like, well, my website, I paid five. No, put the money towards the gas. You're going to get a heck of a lot more leads than if you put it all towards the platform. Um, If you want to go next level, there's a couple of websites out there that I would possibly recommend. You can start off with like Real Geeks. Real Geeks is about 180 bucks a month. It's basically the websites that I just announced, but on steroids, okay? Then the next level above that would be something like Real Estate Webmasters, the actual Rolls Royce of website platforms. That will be several hundred a month hosting as well. But the reality of it is, is as long as it's responsive as long as you can customize it and as long as a uh, the consumer can search on it spend most of your money on driving traffic to it okay now before we go on to the next subject which is the lead capture and lead generation pages the lead the squeeze pages or landing pages domain name okay domain name the com Okay, you can go to mvpdomainsplus.com to buy your domain name. You can go to GoDaddy. A domain name is going to cost you about $12. Okay, Here's my opinion on domain names. Number one, shorter is better. Don't have Derek Carlson real estate group of Naples.com. Look how long that is. It doesn't even look right on a, on a business card, right? Um, so, so keep it short. Be careful of copyright laws. For example, a lot of real estate agents will go out there and put, they'll they'll come to me and say, hey, I just bought a domain name, NaplesRealtor.com. I say to them in return, well, I'm going to warn you up front, you shouldn't use it. Well, why? It's a great hmm. name. The word Realtor is copywritten by the National Association of Realtors. And yeah. here's what I would hate to happen to you. You spend a gazillion dollars marketing that .com, and then about a year from now, you get a call from NAR saying, hey, take down the damn website or we're going to throw a copyright infringement lawsuit against you. Now you just basically wasted a year of your life marketing something that you now have to take down. Yeah. Um, I always like telling our agents, you're the brand. Don't get sexy with it. I mean, obviously, if you have a horrible last name and it's long and it's confusing and there's so many syllables, ah, then change it. Change it to something that's easy. But when you think of real estate, it's people helping people. It's not about MVP Realty or big box brokerage firm. It's about the individual agent and the actions of the individual agent. And, and, and again, success leaves clues. If you look at the top agents in your marketplace, the majority of them have their name. So for example, DerekCarlson.com That's their website. They're focused on their brand, their image. They're promoting themselves. Why? Every January 1st, when they have to do this game called Let's Make Money year in and year out, and they have to start over, every January 1st, they've been building their brand. And every single year, they get bigger and bigger and bigger. Because they've been focused on themselves instead of their company, maybe marketing a team name, it's not about that. It's about you as the agent and being able to brand yourself as the agent. Okay? So that's the dot-com. Well, advice let me ask you real quick. quick.
0: Uh, I know you talked about obviously getting your own name, keeping it short, uh, avoiding copyright infringements. What if it comes to the dot-com versus dot-net versus dot-biz? Yep. Um, a so lot if you were to find DerekCarlson.com, it's not there, but DerekCarlson.biz is there.
1: I wouldn't you know, do it. Okay. And here's why. Even though we have 4 billion people on our planet that are internet users, a lot of them get caught up in the old habits of doing things. So for example, the original, the granddaddy of them all is what? Dot Dot com. Dot com. Okay. Here's what I learned and I can be right to the point. So, so obviously that's one of the reasons why is you go with the granddaddy of them all. The reason why I don't like dot biz or, and this is a whole different podcast or dot net even is search engine optimization. SEO. That's where the search engines like Yahoo, Bing, and especially the, the, the number one search engine, Google, that's where they rank websites. And if you type in the word, let's say Naples real estate, go to the front page of that, the top 10, top 20 results. They're all dot coms. If you go type in um, anything, uh, LeBron James, Michael Jordan, and you hit search. The majority of the top 20 results .dot .com, I don't see .biz. I don't see many .nets or maybe I'll see a .org if we're looking for organizational stuff, but I just don't see the other extensions like I do .com. Now, that could change tomorrow. There's there's a, there's one out there right now that's .realtor. Uh, maybe tomorrow Google cuts a deal with the National Association of Realtors and all of a sudden .realtor, ranks better than all of them because they perceive that those websites are the authority see remember those search engines google yahoo and bing they always want to make sure that the consumers getting the information they wanted they don't want they don't want to give them some jokester website or you know if i type in naples real estate you better give me naples real estate if not i'm going to go to another search engine right Right. does that make sense yeah absolutely okay so that that's that's why i believe you should stay with the tried and true which is dot com
0: no, I'm with you on that. So let's go back to the lead capture pages, the top five.
1: Okay, I'm gonna. Oh, well, I'm gonna talk about the lead capture pages next, right after a message from our sponsors. This portion of the lead generation podcast is brought to you by Marketplace Home Mortgage. All righty, we are back, and uh, Anthony was asking me just a few mo- moments ago about, you know, we talked about the agent websites. So it has to be an IDX mobile-friendly, responsive website. Okay, now we're talking about a different topic. Lead capture pages, landing pages, also known as squeeze pages. Those three things are all the same. So, if you ever hear anybody talking about any of those three, they're all the same things. And so, what is a lead capture page? A lead capture page is where you drive in traffic rather than send them to your website, you send them to a dedicated page specific about whatever topic they're looking for. And what you do is it's basically an online form. And in order, you're selling your your product, they've seen your ad, they clicked on your ad, and rather than send them to a page where you're just giving away the information for free, you send them to a landing page, a lead capture page, aka a gatekeeper. And you're saying to them, hey, listen, you wanted to get this free brochure for, let's say, this new construction neighborhood, but in order to get this free brochure, you got to put in your name, your email address, maybe your name, your email address, or even a phone number. Okay. Once you hit submit, then I'm going to give you all the floor plans and the site map and all the amenities for this new construction neighborhood. And and I would say whenever you're driving traffic that you're paying for, Google AdWords, Facebook ads, or whenever you're driving traffic specifically for a niche product, so for example, you're doing a YouTube video and you're telling the person to click the link below in the description, to get more information about whatever you're trying to sell, you want to bring them to a dedicated lead capture page, a landing page, a squeeze page, get that, have them look at it, get that information, and now you can respond to them. Now you have their name, you can call them, you can, you can uh, educate them, right? You can send them the information they requested, and so forth and so on. So let's talk about the top five things that you're going to need when it comes to a lead capture page. First of all, where do I build my lead capture pages? It's a company called Listens to Leads, L2L, Listens to Leads Now, for all of our MVP Realty agents listening, you know that we give this to you for free. It's part of your ninety nine dollar a month, hundred percent commission, uh, it's a program that we have at the company. Okay, but for anybody else, the way that we use it, it's one hundred and ten dollars a month to buy Listens to Leads. Why do I love it? Because you can build unlimited lead capture pages. I'll give you an example before we get into the top five lead capture tips. Some of the lead capture examples that I've built. Right now in our local Southwest Florida market, we've got about 70 plus different new construction neighborhoods. I would build a lead capture page for each of them. And market those on Google AdWords or Facebook ads or YouTube. Some other things that you can do. Well, Facebook ads you can target certain audiences. Let's say I'm new to the area and I want to try to meet other like-minded new people from Massachusetts, from Boston. What would I do if I'm a new realtor from Boston? Well, I would create a lead capture page called New England Patriots versus the Jets viewing party this Sunday at the Boston Bear Garden from one to four. And I would create a little form page Make it look like the New England Patriots, like a party was going on there. And then I would target people on Facebook ads um, that were living in Naples, Florida, that liked the New England Patriots. And I would invite them to my little viewing party. They get there. They show up. They, they fill out a, a, a registration card to maybe win some free gift cards or whatnot. But that, that type of stuff. I would use lead capture pages for pretty much any niche product. Get a free list of all the foreclosures in, in Tampa. Get a free list of all the short sales in Orlando currently available. Get a free list of all the golf course communities in Jacksonville under 150000 and then they fill out the form, and then you provide the list. Um, where did I learn this? One of my coaches or mentors uh, is a guy by the name of Craig Proctor. Craig Proctor believes, and his mentality is, listen, and it goes back to what I've been saying all along is, Nobody wants to be sold anything, but everybody wants to buy something. So what Craig says is that, listen, you need to make sure that whatever you're trying to sell is that you have a unique selling proposition, a USP. And we'll talk about this in the top five things on how to build a lead capture page. But the key is, is you're trying to give enough value. Why would somebody want to fill out the form and give you their information? Their real information, their real phone number, not Bugs Bunny not Michael Jordan, but their real information, not Mickey Mouse, why would somebody want to do it? If the offer is compelling enough, they will put in their real information. I'll give you an example. I click on an ad, and it says, enter to win New England Patriots Super Bowl tickets. Do you think I'm going to put Mickey Mouse in a fake email address on that lead capture page? No. I'm a huge New England Patriots fan. Of course, I'm going to put in my first name. I'm going to double check to make sure I spelled my email address correctly. Why? The offer was compelling enough. It was compelling enough. So with that said, let's go into the top five lead capture tips. Number one, keep it simple. Okay. Real estate landing pages don't need to be complicated. And again, if you're building these off listings to leads, L2L, okay, which I highly recommend is the best global marketing system available. It doesn't need to be complicated. In fact, they tend to capture more leads effectively when they provide visitors with a simple, to-the-point experience. Where I see agents make mistakes on the lead capture page is they have other buttons that you can click that takes the consumer away. You right. need the consumer that goes to that lead capture page to almost have tunnel vision. Right. No other buttons. Make it easy for them. Okay. Number two. Sell the value of signing up. Remember, they, they they were on your social media platform or or you popped up somewhere and they clicked on whatever ad to find you. Okay? If you're getting a lot of clicks but nobody's filling out your form, your lead capture page is crap. You need to fix it. You didn't convince them. Think about the logic behind that. Your ad was good enough to click on but when they got to whatever you sent them to, you lost them. So here's the tip. Sell the value of signing up. If you don't sell your visitors on the value of providing you with their information, your lead generation capabilities will suffer, okay? So you got to make sure that you offer something of value. Offer free market information, home buyer tips. Become that person that's going to give out a list of all the foreclosures, right? A list of all the short sales in a certain market. Maybe a new construction brochure for a brand new neighborhood that nobody else knows about but you. That type of stuff. The third thing, make sure similar to your agent website that it's mobile friendly. You got to make sure that your lead generation page or your lead capture page adapts to whatever platform the consumer's using. If they're on an iPad, they don't want to be scrolling left and right to try to figure out what's going on because you only made your landing page used for for a desktop. If they're on an iPhone, you got to make sure it adapts to an iPhone. And again, the key word there is if you're ever looking for lead capture systems out there, and I know listeners to leads already does this, is is it a responsive, mobile-friendly application? Next tip, remove all navigation links. Okay, a lot of you will try to get fancy with adding like your, your Facebook icon or your, you know, you can follow me on Twitter or, or, or you can go over to your Instagram page or whatever. The reality of it is, is remove all Other external links from the landing page. Again, Tunnel Vision.
0: Even if they go back to your website, even if it goes back to uh, DerekCarlson.com. Here's the
1: thing if I'm looking for, I click the ad that says get a free list of foreclosures, and you had me. I'm looking at the landing page and it says get a free list of all the foreclosures in Naples, Florida under 200,000, fill out the form. And then all of a sudden it's like squirrel. You're right and they see another link that they can click on, then they're going to go get lost on DerekCarlson.com forever, and I might have not have captured the lead. No, fill out the form, and I'll give you everything you wanted. I am the gatekeeper. Capture the lead first, okay? Now, here's another tip. Make sure that your message is always towards the top half of the fold. Let me explain. Your consumer is only going to see what's right in front of their eyes, they shouldn't have to scroll to the left or scroll right or scroll all the way to, to the bottom to fill out the form. It should be in proximity to wherever they're looking. So for example, if they're looking at a laptop, you don't want them to scroll and find out that the form is all the way to the bottom. It should be right what they're looking at. The message is on the left-hand side. The form to fill out is on the right-hand side. It's all within what they call the top fold of that screen. Okay, They should, shouldn't make it difficult. The other tip that I'm going to give you, with and I know I said there's five, but there's actually seven, um, is make sure that you never assume that your consumer knows what to do. In that lead capture page, after you give them your unique selling proposition and you're telling them the value that they're going to get by putting in the form, tell them to fill out the form. Maybe even have an arrow pointing to the form. Don't assume that they know what to do. They might just look at it and say, what do I do next? Tell them what to do. In fact, studies have shown you should have about 11 to 12 calls to action on that form. Little jabs reminding them to fill out the form. To get the free list, fill out the form on the right-hand side. That type of stuff. The last tip that I'll give you, this is where agents make mistake. When it comes to lead capture forms, remember it's a volume game. Don't stop at just one lead capture form. Because if you only do one lead capture form and then sit back like Boss Hog waiting for all the, the checks to come pouring in, commission checks, you're dumb because it doesn't work that way. And I'm, I'm, I hate to tell you, it is a volume game. See, what's going to happen is if you could build one lead capture page, go and have success with that, that might bring in 100 visitors a month. 100 visitors will will get you a nice commission check every now and then but it's not going to get the results that you want. If you can do one lead capture page, why not do 50? Especially on a platform like Listens to Leads which is unlimited. You can build unlimited lead wow. capture pages.
0: That's what I was going to ask you now. What do you think the magic number would be for an agent to create? I mean obviously you think it's unlimited, but I would say for somebody that's coming in and just getting acclimated with the whole world of marketing. Okay. And how, what would you think a good starting point will be? All of it. Okay. All. <laughs> All of it. Yes. No, to, you, clear, no, no, not, no, no, no. To answer your question,
1: let me ask you this. You go fishing in a pond. Okay. And you you have one fishing pole. <laughs> okay. And you, you're there. You're like, it's a pond. You know, there's fishing and 90% of the fish that you're going to eat in that pond. Hence right. the buyers. And you got your one pole set. And then here comes Derek Carlson pulling up, right, <laughs> in his car, and he sets out 100 fishing poles. Right. Right? Who do you think is going to win the fishing derby well, that day?
0: you coming out with a big bucket. Ah, big bucket exactly. Yeah, now, don't
1: get me wrong. You're going to get fish with your one pole. But when we're talking about feeding your family and the difference between being in the industry and finding yourself out of the industry, here's the deal. If it takes you another three minutes to build another lead capture page – Get another fishing pole. Here's the. And, and I, I always want to remind you: in the world of internet marketing, there is no gatekeeper. Nobody's putting a limit or a cap right. on you. You want to have a hundred fishing poles? Put out a hundred. You want three hundred fishing poles, or three hundred YouTube videos, or forty ads running at the same time on Facebook ads? Damn it, do it. There is no limit. You can make as much money as you want. It's just going to take a little bit more work, but damn it, if you come up with a lead capture idea and it works, go do more of yeah. it,
0: right? Because you don't have any limits. There's uh, no when, limits. When, none. No limits, It's soldier. not like no one's telling you. <laughs> no one's telling you, just you can only do 10 lead captures. If you can do a 1,000, do a 1,000. Uh, as long as you can manage it, as long as you feel comfortable with it, I would think, hey, do a million if you can. Do it. Do it. Right. Just keep doing okay. them.
1: Uh, the more you have, the more fishing poles you have, and don't get me wrong. Quality matters too, meaning, meaning you you got to make sure that those lead capture pages have a unique selling proposition on it um, and that you really, really are trying to focus on the clientele that you're trying to get. I'll give you some examples of some lead capture pages. New construction neighborhoods. I would do them for everyone, every single new construction neighborhood. Here's one for you. Your Hillsborough County School Teacher Home Buyer Assistance Program, where you create a lead capture page for that, and then you target all the school teachers in Hillsborough County, right? Um, here's another one. First responders, home buyer assistance program. Same deal. You say Facebook ads, give me everybody in Naples that is an EMT or a firefighter. Okay, I highly doubt you're going to find police officers because uh, they keep their, their information private. But new construction, that type of stuff. Get a list of all the foreclosures. Get a list of all the homes currently available in Saturnia Lakes, and then they fill out the form. You provide the list. Um, even other things. Think outside the box here. Find out all the information you need to know about Chinese drywall. That's a great lead capture page. Why? It makes you look like the authority on things in regard to items of a home inspection. Polybutylene. Right? How many agents are out there giving out free information about what polybutylene actually is to educate the consumer? That type of stuff. Right. And again... You can do crazy things like fly and buy program, you know, and especially if you had a hundred percent commission company, maybe you offer, Hey, if you come down here, buy a home using my services, I'm going to credit you at the closing table, a thousand dollars for your reimburse you up to a thousand dollars for your travel expenses. And you have a fly and buy program. Maybe on a lead capture page, you have a realtor referral program where you go to online and you take your lead capture page and you say, Facebook. I want you to take my lead capture page and market it to every realtor in Massachusetts, Illinois, Ohio, and New York. Everybody with the job title realtor, I want you to put that out there. And in, because I'm at a 100% commission company, I'm not gonna offer 25%. I'm gonna offer 35%. And those realtors are gonna connect with me by meeting me on Facebook. They're gonna fill out the form. I'm gonna call them and we're gonna build a wonderful relationship and a referral business from you know Florida to up north.
0: Right, but basically what it comes down to is you're limited by your own creativity. So if you're able to think of uh, many ways of of going ahead and attracting people, because at the end, like you said, uh, people have a negative connotation with salespeople. So if you provide something, if you provide a lead capture page that interests me, you, whomever the consumer you're targeting, Mm -hmm. then that's more than half the battle. Absolutely, absolutely. Now let's talk about the numbers,
1: why I'm so passionate about agent websites and why I'm passionate, pa- very passionate about lead generation uh, pages or lead capture pages or landing pages. Here's the numbers. Remember, I told you all that pretty doesn't equal results. Okay, it's a volume play. Lead capture pages. Uh, put more money into the gasoline right. as we talked about earlier. Let, let me let me talk about uh, the numbers here, and these are from my own personal. Um, study uh, of generating over 50,000 leads. You'll also find these numbers on things like Zillow when they try to sell you leads, Trulier, Realtor.com, and so forth. For every 1,000 visitors, clicks, for every time you advertise something and somebody clicked on whatever you were advertising and went over to a lead capture page, this is what you can expect. An 8% conversion from when they clicked And if the message was good enough to them filling out the form. So for every thousand visitors, you should have an 8% conversion, which is 80 leads. 80 leads, on average, the average conversion rate from taking a lead to converting into an actual commission check is about 4%. So for every 80 leads you get, you're going to get about 3.2 deals. Right. Okay, call it three. Well, in our own Southwest Florida market right here, the average deal is about 300,000, give or take, okay, on average. Three commission checks times 300,000 times 3%, which means for every time you close a deal, you're gonna get about nine grand, and especially if you're at a 100% commission company. Three commission checks times nine grand is 27,000. So 1,000 visitors to your lead capture pages for every 1,000 visitors you get, it equals twenty seven grand. Do you know that like in the world of Google AdWords where you can buy clicks for fifty cents a piece? Oh geez. Fifty cents times a thousand is five hundred bucks to make twenty seven thousand dollars. You're talking Pablo Escobar money, okay? And in fact, fifty cents in some of our agents that are at M V P Realty, some of them are generating clicks for much less than that half that. But you know what? I'm a man of the average, the laws of average. Okay, the average cost per click for Google AdWords in our real estate industry is a dollar eighty-one. Okay. Okay. So that means every time, so so a thousand clicks times a buck eighty-one a click for Google AdWords, the number one lead generation source is eighteen hundred and ten dollars for a thousand clicks to make twenty-seven G's, cha-ching, right? Yeah. And that's if you're average. But the way I teach it, a very niche strategic way of going after neighborhoods and new construction, um, what I call long tail keywords, you're not paying a dollar one, you're paying fifty cents, sixty cents, eighty cents at the most, right? So we get our cost down a lot greater. But even if you were average, you're still the 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 ROI from eighteen hundred dollars for a thousand clicks or a thousand visitors is unbelievable. And here's the deal even if you didn't have any money, you could still get clicks to your website. By doing things like YouTube or social media for free,
0: And it'll take a little bit longer. It right? take a little bit
1: longer okay. because you're not driving the traffic. You're relegated to you're, you're regulated basically to the fact that you're waiting for the visitors to find you. You're not putting yourself in front of them, right in front of their eyeballs. So the reality of it, it's going to take a little bit longer, but you can still do this for free, where you're you know you're putting a little bit more sweat equity than paying for it.
0: Yeah, I think this is something that goes to say in the value of creating your own page, Uh, the fact that you could basically invest, at worst case scenario, $1,800, and you're able to, on the average, get $27,000. I I think that's something that speaks for itself. Absolutely,
1: absolutely. And, And
0: studies were recently done, I'll
1: give you an idea of Facebook ads, okay? So that was Google AdWords. In the world of Facebook ads, the average cost per click in the United States, CPC is 26 cents a click. Mm, So $260 for a thousand clicks for Facebook ads. Yeah. Okay. And that study was uh, done uh, in, I mean, obviously other countries are different. Now here's the other thing. Instagram, Instagram clicks to learn more on those ads are about 71 cents a click, Mm. but still a thousand clicks is 710 bucks to make 27 grand
0: right and look at facebook we're going back to the number right two billion people on facebook right two you billion have, yeah and you have an over 800 million over on instagram so and those numbers are not going to go down
1: no no the numbers are staggering and again if we're talking about straight up numbers um you've got to take a look at the i always go with the biggest pawn first okay let me share with you before we go the numbers inside the numbers of social media okay um Actually, we're gonna wait for another podcast for that. We'll wait for another podcast because I want to go into the in depth on the social media playbook. Okay, let's keep it at agent websites, landing pages, some things to look out for when it comes to that, Um, and hopefully, uh, I was able to give some some ideas and tips to the audience.
0: Yeah, no problem. And and with this lead generation lab podcast, it lets us know that you're on top of the game uh, as far as learning about the the things that are currently happening in the real estate market and how it all affects the agents. So. I think this was a very informative session we had here. I want to thank our sponsors for uh, being part of this journey. And I think this is it, Derek, for now. Until next time, right? Until next time, buddy. All right.